0: Hi, this is Bailey Curry. Dallin Bestwick here. Brendan God here, former driver of number 62.
1: This is Gary Owen from the Go On YouTube channel. Hi, I'm Rafael Sarn.
0: Quick Pick Podcast. It's not that tough. Connor, Ethan, Quick Pick Podcast. You're listening to it. Everybody tune in.
1: Welcome back to the Quick Pit Podcast. I'm your host, Ethan, joined by Connor. As always, it's another great week. The playoffs are started, which is great. The school has started, which is not. But uh, we are back for another episode this week. And uh, we've got a lot to break down, including some breaking news just a few minutes ago, Connor. I don't know if you saw that. But who are some of our sponsors before we go any further?
0: Yes, we'll start off with Circle V Diecast Castle themselves the top online ask her merchandise you can find out on the internet today has everything from hats hoodies uh, shirts hats uh, I said that twice but anything you could think of uh, they have it and go use our promo code QUICKPIT all caps no spaces at checkout to save some money you save some money we gain some money we can put that money into another way. it helps out both sides So that's a no brainer go use our promo code QUICKPIT at checkout
1: and this episode is brought to you, as always, by Washington on the Daily. That's at WSH on the Daily on Instagram and on Twitter. Um, we are super excited for the NFL season kicking off this fall. Connor and I both have our hopes up for our respective teams and both think that the other's optimism is ridiculous. But you know what? That, that's all right. That's part of the fun of football. Um, But go follow Washington on the Daily for all your Commander's news and updates as the team gets set for the season. And we have a new sponsor, 213SimWare.com, your place for sim racing novelty gear, hats, hoodies, t-shirts with your sim racing car on it. They will publish your stuff for free so you can get yourself some merch. And uh, so go check them out. They also have a Sim Racing League and channel uh, that they broadcast uh, iRacing events and stuff like that, that we're also a sponsor of. So uh, definitely go check them out. That's 213 simwarecom for all your Sim Racing merchandise needs. And um, as you may have heard last week, they sponsor a segment for us now, too, which is pretty cool. So you'll hear that in the third segment. A lot has changed, Connor, since I guess I guess you were on for the first segment last week, but I had to record the second segment myself.
0: Yeah, it's been a lot changer on the podcast, but it's a lot of good changes, which is uh, good than what it could have been. So a lot of good changes here happening, which is uh, good to see, and uh, it's fun for us. But uh, do you want to even do you want to even more fun? Daytona. Yes, the Daytona cutoff race. That didn't happen under the lights, which I was very, very disappointed of. But it got rained out to Sunday morning at 10 a.m., and I had to work at 11.30. So uh, I only got to see probably the first half, and then, of course, the delay in between the race and the whole mess that happened, controversy that NASCAR had, and all sorts of stuff, which we'll get into here in a minute. But let's get into the top 10, and this top 10 is not the 30th through 40th place cars. It is the top 10.
1: Yeah, we're not going from the back. We are going from the top 10. Starting off in 10th place, we have Kyle Busch, uh, led seven laps, won a stage, but uh, does not typically do great on these uh, super speedway tracks. Still gets a top 10, which is good for him. He needed a bit of momentum entering the playoffs. Yeah, Kyle Bush, you might seem
0: like, well, he, he's usually a top 10 driver, which he is, but, you know, here we're going to get the, to the really crazy – top 10 finishers and this first one's pretty crazy and david reagan
1: hold on david connor wait um correct me if i'm wrong oh man they updated it already but do you remember where kyle bush was before the um before the race like where he was on points was he ahead of Blaney and Truex, or was he behind both of them, or was he in between them? Points in points, yeah. Kyle Bush? yeah. He's like he was like 12th. No, he wasn't. Yeah, is. Yeah, he's 11th now. I I I know, but that's they've reset the point standings. Oh. Oh wait, hold on, hold on. But I'm pretty sure he was like. Oh. Here. It has it right here on the Racing Reference page. The reason why I bring this up, Kyle Busch only has one win this year, right?
0: Yeah, he was he was
1: outside the top 10 because of all those non-top 10 streaks. So Kyle Busch was eighth in points in Eight, the non-playoff yeah. standings following this race, which means if Chase Briscoe doesn't send it on Tyler Reddick at the Bristol Dirt Race... Kyle Bush would have been knocked out of the playoffs on Sunday.
0: <gasps> That's right. Oh, man. That would have been, I would rather have him knocked out over Trex.
1: Yeah. Cause, cause so the, close. Because the normal point standings after Daytona, not the playoff points, uh, The not the playoff reset, it went Elliott in first, Logano second, Blaney third. So, under, under this hypothetical, Bush wouldn't have a win. So, we'd have 14 winners, not including Kurt Bush. Um, so, two spots on points. No. We'd have had 13 winners, not including Kurt Bush. Three spots available. Dylan takes one of them with his win. Then we have Blaney next, then Truex, and then Kyle Bush would have been bumped.
0: So, so close. So close. If what if they get what if what if Briscoe and Redick that never happened at Bristol Dirt? Wow, that's crazy to think about, actually. Yeah, what what could have happened? But yeah, that that's that's very interesting to think about now. But of course, uh can't go back and switch it. So uh, Kyle Busch is in, unfortunately. But, you know, I don't think he's a championship favorite from where with only one win. But coming home in ninth is, as I said, David. David Reagan and Ethan, you want to hear a cool fact?
1: It's it's I think I know what you're gonna say, but say it for the sake of the audience. This
0: is David Reagan finishing ninth, has made him finish in every position one through forty in his NASCAR career.
1: Probably one through forty three too, because he raced for a while when they had bigger fields.
0: Yeah, so uh David Reagan finishing every spot and in a frick where a racing car gets a Top 10 finish started 34th. So uh, very good for uh, David Reagan I and mean, of Rick Weir Racing. And Rick Ware Racing, that wasn't their only car inside the top 10.
1: Yeah, I mean, Reagan, I think, had another top 10 this year with them. I'm pretty sure. Like, he's good at the plate tracks. And uh, Rick Ware Racing isn't so far, far behind on them. Uh, we'll get to the other Rick Ware car in a minute. But Martin Truex Jr. comes just short of making the playoffs. He needed three more positions um, on the track or for Ryan Blaney to lose three more positions. Um, And so he falls just short of making the playoffs, misses it by three points, but still finishes eighth. But I don't think that matters. And and Connor, guess if you ranked all the drivers in the series by, um, by average finish, guess where Truex is.
0: Second.
1: Second, but yeah. he also doesn't have a finish higher than fourth. I've heard, or something like that. Like he's been now,
0: well, he's got to have a top four finish. That that stat can't be right. I'm sorry that he's had a second or third place finish, or even fourth. If you're sitting he's not been inside the top four, but yeah, Turek's, that's that's a little absurd.
1: Truex has three top fives this year. His best finish was fourth at Richmond and Loudon.
0: Man. And that, that means, like, he wasn't, like, knocking on the doorstep of getting a win. Like, he, you know, was still maybe, like, a step or two behind, you know? He I wasn't mean, knocking on that door. He wasn't finishing second like we saw Rosh Chastain do a couple years, a couple weeks in a row before he broke in with that win. Um Not getting any top – not getting any second or third place finishes and still being – what he finished Fourth in the point standings? That's crazy.
1: Yeah. I mean – don't forget, he led 172 laps at at, at Loudon, and then they, like, messed – like, they fell behind on adjustments and couldn't get back to the front. Like, yeah, he was just... dominant that day, and they, they really tossed that one away.
0: Yeah, he's had cars to win, and, I mean, let's be honest here. He should be a playoff car. He should. He should. He should. He should. He should be a playoff car probably over 10 of the 16 drivers. Um but the win nowadays with the win being the winning and get into the playoff system, that's all that matters now. And he knows he didn't do that, so he can't be mad at NASCAR. He can't be mad. The only thing he can be mad about is himself. You know, He's the one that can go control and get a win. But I, I really think this tells NASCAR something like there needs to be some sort of tweak. It doesn't need to be completely revamped, the playoff system or the playoff format. It needs to be just tweaked. And I think that tweak is, I mentioned this multiple times on the podcast before, but I really, really like this. That tweak should be, instead of that, you know, the the rule that you know never really happens, that the leader in the point system always has a win, always gets in the playoffs even if they don't have a win. I think it should be the top five. The top five in the point standings, if they have a win or not, they're automatically locked in. Automatically. It doesn't matter if they have a win. doesn't matter if they don't have a win. If you're in top five in the point standings, you're automatically locked in. There's no reason... Or Martin Tricks Jr., who, let's be honest, could be a face of the NASCAR is an older guy, probably not the younger generation that fans like to, the younger fans like to go towards, but this dude is a top five top four driver in the point top four and just because he doesn't have a win does you know means he gets out of the playoffs him and Ryan Blaney I really think that one tweak really should be top five automatically into the playoffs with or without a win I, I there needs to be some sort of tweaking here.
1: Yeah. I mean, the the other suggestion that I've heard that I kind of like, although I I like your idea better. I think that's the the easiest and most most common sense way to to tweak it would be the um saying top 16 in points make it regardless win or not and then anyone outside the top 16 with a win also makes it in yeah, so, that's, pretty much, that's pretty much the same
0: things. I don't think you're going to get much. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that's going to happen, but, you know, that's just you know, it's too complicated for NASCAR. NASCAR with complicated decisions and hard decisions usually fails and folds under the pressure. So uh, maybe if we just keep it simple, top five and the points automatically in. If you're 6 no not going to win. Then you're like, I wasn't top. I wasn't like top of the list. Like I wasn't up there, you know, I haven't had a championship season i am still had a good season. I haven't had a championship season. I think at top five, there are championship contenders in the points with or without a win. I mean, if you have one win and you're in the top five of points, even with Ryan Blaney, we're going to do our playoff predictions here in the second segment. And Ryan Blaney was top five of points. And I stood on these. He's not going to be eliminated first round just because there's no playoff win. He's going to make it. So, I mean, if you're top five, you're top five in points, standings, and you don't have a win, I think you should be in the playoffs. And I don't. that's not going to be like, Oh, he's, he's he's the underdog. He's gonna get eliminated first round now. Uh, if you're a top five in points, you're a championship contender, and with or without a win, and you could win easily any race in the playoffs and get into that championship race at Phoenix.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I'll, I'll elaborate more when we get to our playoff picks. But I really feel like behind Elliott, there's not anyone else. Like there's so many other guys that could make it make a deep run. You know
0: yeah, it, it's it's a throw up. I mean, I don't want to get too head of her, so we'll get back in the top ten here. But like, so many guys with one or two wins. You know, there's not guys with three, four, five wins except for Elliott that have a huge point cushion. You know, so I mean, who knows? We've seen Austin Dillon before get a win, get hot into the playoffs, and go for a little ride. Who knows? He can go make. You know, he could win at Talladega events. Like, who knows? There's I. It's really I really like these playoffs because anybody can win and. Um, it's unfortunate that Truex won't be a part of it. But that's how it comes to these days. That's what the playoffs format is. He's got to live with that, and he has, you just needs to go trophy hunting now.
1: Yeah, and and he still very much could do that. All right, we need to, to, to move on with the top 10. Coming up in seventh, I guess I kind of stole yours, Hans, but it's BJ McLeod. We had him on the show a couple months ago. Second career top 10, that 78 car even led a couple laps. He had a really good day. Uh, Great run for BJ McLeod.
0: Coming home in the sixth finishing spot is another, wait, another Rick Ware racing car? Yes, another one. Cody Ware in the 51 car, who is known by most people as the meme of the sport, had actually a good run, kept the car clean, which no one else could pretty much do, and he gets a sixth finishing spot. Fantastic for him and fantastic for Rick Ware racing.
1: Yeah, I mean, were you watching the last lap? I was not. I was at work. Cody Ware got a run on Redick and Dillon and got up to third. I was holding my breath for a second because for a split second, he had Reagan behind him and Sindrick and another Ford following after. And I thought, oh, my goodness, are they going to push Cody Ware to the front? Alas, it was not to be. But, you know – what what a scene that would have been. Cody Ware wins at Daytona. Could you imagine how like Twitter would have exploded?
0: Yeah, that would have been Twitter would have
1: broke. That's I, I think you're happened. right. All right, Kono in fifth, Connor. It's your guy Noah Gregson first career top five in the cup series. Puts the 62 Beard Motorsports car into the top five one of my that that team is one of my favorite teams in NASCAR not just because well mostly because it's Brendan Gaughan's team but um that that's such a fun underdog team and uh it was really cool seeing them get a top 10 there big payout too for that team
0: yeah payout was big and it I mean I Gregson was asked about getting you know, first top five uh cup series finish and it's, it's huge for him you know he's gonna be in full-time cup right next year and he's gonna get has some momentum going into it I mean this guy, you know, <laughs> I think him and Gibbs have struggled to learn the next gen. It's so much different than the race thinks series. And for him to have been picking up on this, you know, pretty quickly here, um, I think he could be very sneaky next year. He's a guy that, you know, doesn't care what other people think about him. You know, doesn't take anybody else's, you know, BS and will go on with his stuff and he'll go try to do the best he can for him and his team. So, I mean, he did very good, kept out of trouble and had an excellent finish.
1: Yeah. Coming Oh, go
0: ahead. Oh, I was gonna move on here to Landon Castle coming home in fourth. Another guy. He started thirty-fifth. We had uh the thirty-fourth starting car, the thirty-sixth starting car, the thirty-third, thirty-seventh, and thirty-fifth starting car all get top uh top ten finishes here at Daytona with Landon Castle being the thirty-fifth starting car. He comes home with for Spire in the fourth place finishing spot. Spire gets a top five and man. What a week, what a weekend was these top 10 cars. And Ethan, did you hear about the guy that got a million dollars?
1: Yeah, I did. He parlayed Castle. Was it it was the it was the five guys that were focusing on here, right? Is yeah. Castle, Gregson, Ware, McLeod, and Reagan. He parlayed them all together. I think it was like a three dollar bet. Mm-hmm. And he won a yep. million dollars.
0: Yeah, and <laughs> man, I mean. I need to start doing that. Like $3 is nothing. You lose $3. You're like, ah, it was funny enough, you know, funny. And then you win a million. Like, wow.
1: Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, this is the kind of gambling that I'm going to do. Low risk. High reward. Yeah, pretty much. And, and you say that and it's like, I'll stick with this. And before you know it, you're homeless.
0: (laughs) You're living in a box underneath the highway passageway
1: next to the casino all right Mm -hmm. coming on with third austin cindrick led some laps late had a chance to to sweep the daytona races this year could not get it done but still really good momentum he's been really really good as a rookie um with no new winner no rookie winner at least at daytona he uh, locks up the rookie of the year title because he's the only rookie to make the playoffs i mean i don't he was the odds-on favorite at the start of the year anyway. I don't think we thought Burton or Gilliland would give him much of a fight, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not surprised, but he does lock that up. That's good for him. And uh, he's got eight top tens on the year now. He's not – I don't think he's going to be a slouch in these playoffs. I I am tempted to not eliminate him round one, but we'll see. Uh, we'll get there in a few minutes. But a uh, good run for Cindric. For
0: starting off coming home in second and RCR sweeping the first two finishing spots with the second place driver in the eight car of Tyler Reddick coming home in second. You know, a lot of us thought, you know, when he's coming to the line there, he's probably going to push his teammate. And he did. He didn't really give, uh, Dylan much of a shot there at the end, but you know, Dylan had to get in to win and Reddick, uh, had to, you know, kept the car clean for the most part, stayed out of trouble. I think a lot of these cards had a little damage coming to the end there, but, uh, Reddick, coming on strong for these playoffs i'll tell you that so uh reddick second place finishing spot
1: yeah blocks for his teammate pushes his teammate to the win austin dillon fourth career win second time at daytona first win of 2022 and locks himself into the playoffs with his with a win um we got the underdog winner we got the the new winner uh, that we we're looking for at Daytona. I don't think we expected it to come the way it did, but you know what? It was a wild race, and it'll be really interesting for these playoffs because, as you said earlier, Dylan is not a slouch. Like, he he's not the kind of guy, he doesn't typically go up there and dominate and have top five speed all, all day, but he's very good at the, oh, he finished eighth, where'd he come from kind of thing. So, you know, I don't know. He seems pretty consistent. I think he could have a chance to make a, make a little bit of a run in the playoffs, right?
0: Yeah, I'll tell you this about Austin Dillon. This dude comes up huge in clutch. He's literally the definition of clutch. He needs a win for something, he goes and gets it. He, he wins a Daytona 500. He wins these huge races, the Coke 600. He wins you know the Texas race. And this dude comes up in big moments and delivers. And I'll also tell you about Austin Dillon, this dude is streaky. If he's on He's on, and he's the top. He's, like, he's up there with Hendrick Motorsports. I mean, this guy, if he gets hot, he's getting tops, top eight, top fives, six-place finishing spots. Like, he is going on or on. It's going to be tough, because he doesn't have as many playoff points. He only has five. But, man, I would not count him out around, around 16 elimination, because he can get hot in a heartbeat. And I think this could just be it, Get him getting hot. And, I mean, huge for RCR, again, both, both cards in the playoffs. I mean, they're the team that's always like one in, one out. Who is it? Is it Dylan or is it Radic? One in, one's going to be in, one's going to be out. Both cars in. That's huge for RCR um, with, you know, the future of that organization being a little unclear at the moment with the eight car. But I mean, huge for RCR, huge for Dylan. And RCR, look out for them in the playoffs. They won't be an
1: easy out. One of their cars will make the round of eight. That's my prediction. And it's probably erratic, but you never know. Um, yeah, it's a good run, good uh, race for Dylan. Let's talk about that wreck with the rain because uh, we've been avoiding it so far. Um, Connor, after you've thought about it for a few days, looked at the information that's come out, what do you think actually happened there? What, right. what, what's your so, take on the rain? Wreck?
0: So I turned into Connor the investigator with this because I was like, there's no way NASCAR just let them keep racing when it was raining. And I've looked at literally every video. I've looked at videos from fans in attendance. And it was raining. It was raining when the wreck happened. It was raining. And the whole question is, was there time to throw the yellow? Was it a pop-up shower? And I get it. NASCAR doesn't want to throw the yellow if it's just a drizzle. But looking at some of these camera angles, it was a downpour. So I was looking at the video, and I was like, or that it just happened five seconds ago and they didn't have time to have throw the yellow. So if that happens, that's just terrible luck on that for NASCAR. I've looked at videos and it's all NASCAR. They This rain was raining for about 40 seconds. And you're like, oh, 40 seconds less than a minute. How do you know? When you know a rain is coming, you can feel it hitting you harder, the raindrops, you can just see it. like, And you can see the rain coming out. It's not no light drizzle after looking at these videos, they were entering one and two, they were probably halfway through those corners and lap times at Daytona were about 52 seconds. So this is where I'm getting the 42nd frame from to get from the, uh, uh, the line to one and two, it takes probably about 15 seconds, you know? So I'm looking at 40, about 40 seconds for them to get to, you know, three and four, 40 seconds. And you, if you're the official, that's in three and four. There's a, probably going to be a handful of officials in three and four and on the back stretch, and on the front stretch. And you're feeling this rain. You throw the yell. You say, it's raining. It's raining too hard. Throw the yell. There were drivers on the radio complaining about it. And then when you just see them in three and four and all the front cars lose control, an absolute pile wreck. And it was such a big wreck. I was literally sitting there watching it on my phone while I was cleaning the bathhouses at work. Looking. who What? what wait. Is there going to be a car that makes it through it? There was that many cars involved. And I thought Swords was going to make it through it. There was a little gap there. He gunned it. I was like, oh, Swarovski is going to get through there. And nope, they come right back up. And Dylan gets out with, like, two other cars behind him. It's all NASCAR. That shouldn't have happened. It was raining. Caution should be thrown. I don't care they were three wide going for the win. You know, safety is more important more important than the racing. And, I mean, I think you see it. Chase Prisco a little beat up from that If You didn't see it. He has a little neck pain. Uh Denny Hamill was, you know, a lot of those drivers took huge hits and were a little shaken up after. And that's on NASCAR. NASCAR needs to NASCAR just needs to be more. If it's raining, who cares if the training? If you can see it training hard, you throw the yellow. That's unacceptable that they were racing at that point. The yellow flag should have been thrown. No matter who's the leader, no matter the three wide, that's on NASCAR.
1: I'm gonna have to disagree with you on that slightly. And you make a very good point. I I think it is perfectly valid to blame that incident on NASCAR. However, I just rewatched Justin Haley's in-car. Okay? There was no rain on the camera until, like, two seconds before uh, the leaders spun out in front of the field. See, see that's not the point. It can He's going
0: through there. It might not be raining where he's at, but where he's going is raining. That track is so huge; half of it could be rained, half of it get, it could be pouring on one side and sunny on the other. If you're the officials that are on the opposite side of the track than where the cars are, and you know it's dumping, you gotta call the caution. If there there can't be a there can't be a portion of the track that's completely soaked, or that's gonna happen, and that's why. He was entering that rainstorm. It's like driving down the highway. You know, sunny, sunny, sunny. You see the rain. You see it hitting the road ahead of you, and you hit it, and then you have to slow down because it's wet, wet, wet. You know, it, it, of course, it's not going to hit his camera until he enters it. It's who's the official is already there. They know it's raining. They had to throw it.
1: Yeah, but see, okay, this is this is off of Reddit, but I've also heard this on DVC, and this is what I think was going on. So, of course they have someone like a spotter in each corner for this exact reason right for debris and rain
0: yep to
1: to watch the track nascar mm-hmm. does. so the corner worker radios the tower says it's raining in turn 1 tower says okay we got that um, and their procedure is to check other spots in the track now that's nascar's procedure we could well, that's debate. a dumb procedure we could debate how smart that is, but uh, that's their procedure. They check with the pace car um, and uh, the, the pace car might've said, okay, well, it's not raining down here on the front stretch. I don't see it on my windshield. Then they go back to the turn. The, the corner worker, he says, is picking up. It's raining faster. Throw the yellow. NASCAR is about to throw the yellow and the field wrecks. And so that's personally what I think, because they went through there 50 seconds prior, as he said, And it was a dry, sunny track. And yes, we could see the rain coming. We knew it was going to happen for a few laps. But on the alternative, if NASCAR throws a caution like two laps earlier because they see that massive storm cloud that everyone saw rolling up on the track, they say it's about to rain, but it's dry right now, but they throw the caution. Then, you know, then what? We would all be we would be talking right now why did nascar throw the caution when chris busher was leading and not justin haley or daniel suarez or denny hamlin why did they why were they so conservative on this why this why comes, did- this comes down
0: this comes down to nascar's procedures then if you're gonna, if we're gonna kind of mean the middle here
1: yeah i would well, both say. agree
0: that procedure is dumb and that procedure can that procedure I, I know, I know NASCAR. I mean, you know, I'm gonna sound like a Karen here, but NASCAR proceed NASCAR cars are the safest cars in the world. Maybe not
1: are. anymore,
0: but but if you want to keep them, but they could every safe car in the world, there will be the safest car in the world, and people can still get hurt in them. That procedure, that's like I, I'm a lifeguard, and as a lifeguard, if you wait 30 seconds, someone drowning, that's a, that's the difference between life and death. And now that's life and death, but it could be getting out of car, not hurt or getting out of car hurt, and going to the hospital and missing the playoffs, like we saw Kurt Busch do. So that procedure needs to be re- right. You ask someone says it's raining in turn one. Okay, how hard is it raining? Do you think they can race? No. All right, So the caution. It doesn't matter where what the other race what are the other areas of the track are. If one is not raceable, the track's not raceable. If one Corner is not raceable because of rain. The tracks not raceable. It's like debris. There's debris in turn one. Throw the yellow. Do they ask if there's debris in turn two? Or I mean, not turn two, but turn four on the opposite of track? No, they say debris in turn one. All right, we'll throw the caution. They don't ask. Hey, pace car, do you see some debris on the front stretch? No, you. It's 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 the same thing. You know, if if one if the one section of the racetrack is not raceable because of rain, and they say that. The whole track's not raceable, just like debris. I
1: I would agree with you. I think I really think this came up so fast that it basically beat NASCAR's procedure. And they they had
0: to know it was coming.
1: I know everyone knew it was coming, but you see, the problem is, is if they're too conservative on it and they throw it three laps prior, everyone's mad at them because either they think they rigged the race or they're just mad that they got cheated out of. I
0: I don't think they would have. They people would be mad if it. They oh yes, they three, I don't think if they threw it three minutes, three you minutes. Know how
1: controversial calling calling it for Bubba Wallace was or, or or how controversial it is it was like at Nashville when they didn't throw the yellow or they like whenever they throw the yellow at a controversial time when they either wait too long for a wrecked car or go too early for someone like just slapping the wall, everyone the- accuses NASCAR of rigging it. There's
0: always going to be people that think it's rigged when their driver gets screwed or something like that. And then there's me people that are also my mad they got don't screwed. like this driver. You know, my driver got screwed because Alex Bowman was leading and I see rain and rain was coming, so let's throw the yellow. You know, Everybody's not, 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 not going to make everyone in the world happy. But yeah. they could have definitely – I would have rather have people mad and not as many rocks race cars and not Chase Prisco's neck hurting and not the, you know – chance of being hurt, concussions, and all this stuff, you know, I'd rather just sit there for two minutes and go, like, you know, rain, 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 you, like, and it rains two minutes later. I don't think if, if you call it and 30 seconds later it's raining, who cares? Yeah. Good job for yeah. them getting them out of danger. I mean, alright, yeah. we should just move on because this is going to go in circles here, but like, NASCAR, that procedure is absolutely stupid and needs to be changed for the not only for, like, for the safety of the drivers. I think that really oh, yeah, needs to be absolutely. changed. But, and this could have gone either way, but I, I'm gonna to lean towards the side if this is on NASCAR. Yeah, it's
1: it's it's a tough call, but we, we yeah, we'll go we'll keep going in circles if we keep debating. Coming up next, our playoff predictions. That's in segment two of the Quick podcast.
0: Welcome back to the Quit Pit Podcast and welcome to the 2022 annual Quit Pit Podcast Playoff Predictions. And man, these playoffs, they're gonna be one of the, I think I think we can all say this. I think they're gonna be the most exciting playoffs as we're looking forward to it. I think they're gonna be the most exciting playoff playoffs we've ever seen. There could be a guy that's ranked 12th right now, win the championship. That's how evenly matched it is this year. And I'm so excited. And we're going to go round by round saying who's eliminated each round and uh, we'll eventually give ourselves the, we think, you to know, win the 2022 NASCAR cup series championship.
1: Yeah. And uh, after, after we um, say who, we'll, once we get to the round of eight, we'll just announce our round of four picks. Yep. So, in, instead of talking about who's eliminated. So, You want to just go back and forth for the round of 16, Connor? Yep, let's do it. All right. I will start it off, and I'm going to go with – I'm sorry, man. Alex Bowman. He has not been good this summer, and Uh I don't – I don't
0: (laughs) – You've got – you fell into the Alex Bowman summer slump program, I see. But once the playoffs hit, he becomes a monster. You remember a couple of years ago when the uh, summer slump program was full in full effect and he ended up scoring the second most points in the playoffs? It made it all the way to the round of eight.
1: You remember that? Remember that? Yeah. Well, I also remember last year when he got eliminated in the first round.
0: No, I think it was the second round. Yeah, it was, it was yeah, second. No, he got
1: was, eliminated no, early.
0: no, it was second round. I can guarantee that. So I remember him having to go into to the Roval and win a Roval.
1: He oh, did. yeah, you're right.
0: But I w- I'll, I'll give you that. Welcome to the Alex Bowman Summer Slump Program. Uh, I'll, I'll put your name on the list and you are welcome to the not jump on the bandwagon anytime soon. Alright, my first driver that's eliminated is going to be Austin Centric. The rookie had a great win at Daytona in the 500, but since then has not been very good. It has those E-Top 10s as we mentioned earlier, but it's 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 not enough, and I think he's going to be uh out in the first round. But you know, it's good he got there, and I think next year he'll put some more improvement on that. But Austin cindric's out in the first round for me.
1: All right, that's uh that's fair. I am going to go with uh, Austin cindric as well for my second driver, uh, for the same reasons as you. He's a rookie. Um, the tracks in in um the round of. Sixteen are all not. I mean, he's not bad at them, but it's not like there's road courses and stuff in there that you're like, oh, that's an Austin Cindric type racetrack. So, um, yeah, Austin Cindric for me as well. I mean, he's gonna. Bristol looks more and more interesting just with this next gen car and the package they've got there. I'm I'm fascinated to see how it'll turn out. Connor, who's your your second driver eliminated in the round of sixteen?
0: Well for me, both Austin's are gonna be out of here, and that's Austin Dillon. As I said, I think he could get hot and I think he could make it to the round of twelve. But he there was no cars left in the in this Daytona race. So I mean, I, I think he is definitely the second card RCR right now. And I don't think he I, I think he will put a competitive fight in the round of sixteen. You just won't fall I don't think he will fall off the map and fall off the world and we don't know where Austin Dillon went, but I don't think he's gonna be good enough to make it to the round to the round of twelve. So Austin Dillon is out for me but you know it's a, it's a good story for me to even get in here
1: every year there's a shocking driver who drops out of the round of 16 um and i'll get to that in a second but um well i guess you can call this one a shock but william byron is my next guy that i'm eliminating he is headed- Ooh, wow
0: i was not expecting william byron to shocker i have my shocker coming up but
1: william wow well, that's what I'm saying. He's not as much of a shocker, given how he's performed. He has not, mm-hmm. he has not been very good. I mean, but you're you're gonna have you're gonna have Byron
0: missing over Bowman. All right, I see how it is. I
1: have both of them missing.
0: Yeah, still Bowman should be in over Byron.
1: No, they've both been awful this summer. Okay. Okay. I, mean, okay. I don't Why know. That? We, here, actually, let's play. We played this game the other the other week. Um, with, with Bowman. When was Byron's last top 10? Take a guess.
0: <sighs> Pocono.
1: Further back.
0: No way. I'm serious. Last top 10? Yeah. It's not Pocono? It's not. Road America? Nope. Farther back, yeah. Sonoma, yes. William Byron, no way. Finished one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight,
1: nine, ten races. Yeah, that's insane. That's why I'm knocking him out. And you know what? Before that, the his previous his last top five was when he won at Martinsville. True. In race eight of the season. And and when you look like he okay, so like race eight of the year, right? Wins at Martinsville, second win, second win. I mean, he he's been probably at that point, I think we all would have said he's the favorite, right? Yeah. Four top fives in the first eight races, but you if you look at the other four races, two finishes outside the top thirty, I mean, he's he's been Super inconsistent this year. I mean, he probably he, – he should have three wins. He should have had a, a win at Darlington, or at the very least, like, a top five. Mm-hmm. But he's been awful for, the, for pretty much since mid-spring. All right, I'll give
0: you that. But I'll give you that. But I just can't see HMS as an organization missing two cars in the round of 16 – when HMS could struggle, but they will put together very, very good race cars for all four cars in the playoffs. I can see that. I can see that, but I don't think that's going to happen. But, you know, that's your prediction. I'll leave that up to you. But my third driver, and I'm not going to quite get to my shocker yet. My third driver is going to be Chase Briscoe. There's no road course in here, and the, the tracks he's going, they're going to, I just think there's better drivers and more experienced drivers He's he's still a rookie, in my opinion. Last year was, you know, the teams that whole team sucked. So this year, I do think he it was a great run. But I think Chase Briscoe is going to be out in the round of sixteen.
1: He's a lot like um, Byron. He only has four top tens this year. Let's see when his last one was. His last top ten was when he finished fourth at Charlotte. That's even further ago than than Byron's was.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, it's been a struggle for him
1: lately. Yeah, I would agree. It does feel like that team has looked better recently. But I will be honest; I had completely forgotten about him, and now I have two guys that I want to eliminate, and only, only one, one spot. But I think I am going to go with Briscoe here, and uh, we'll, my my shocker will make it to the next round. We'll, we'll, we'll say that. So Chase Briscoe is my last guy that I'm knocking out in the round of 16.
0: So you're having Austin
1: Dillon make it? I guess I am. Yeah, I, I, I feel like he never wrecks, it feels like. He's – he's. I, I feel like this is the kind of thing where he'll finish like 7th, 11th, and ninth, and like, you know, in the three races, and he'll just – Cruise right through because these other guys like Briscoe's gonna wreck at least twice, right?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Byron's probably gonna have speed and have a loose wheel or something. Bowman's just gonna run 15th the whole time, and cindric will probably have one like Cindric will just be mediocre. I mean, Austin Dillon, he'll be I feel like he'll be pretty consistent. So uh who's your who's your last driver?
0: This is my shocker. And you're going to blow your mind off. Hold
1: on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me guess. Watermelons? Oh, yeah. You're on it. You are on it. Rosh Stain
0: is not going to make it past around to 16. Let me explain why. First off, this dude has been in a slump for like 5,000 weeks now, it feels like. This dude, had, he's finished like 30th multiple times. This guy has been off. And guess what I'm looking at? I'm looking at Bristol. Third race, you know, do well, you're going home. Him and Hamlin aren't even. And a lot of other people want their uh, payback on Chastain. This guy is going to get used up at Bristol. And let me me tell you, he's going to be close. Like, he's going to be, I think the first two races, he's going to, you know, he has a 13-point cushion. That's going to be down to, like, five going into Bristol. And they are going to use him up. And he's gonna, you know, be awful. And he is gonna be outside of the top 12. He'll probably finish 13th. He's gonna be on that bubble. But I got Ross Chastain missing the round of twelve. So I just wanna quickly go over this. I got Chastain missing, Briscoe missing missing, Cendrick and Dylan. Those are my four drivers missing.
1: And I have uh Bowman, Sindrick, Byron, and Briscoe. Let's move to the round of 12, Connor, and we'll go backwards. So you get you get the next one. All right. Well, I'll go first, and I think I will go. I'm gonna go with William Byron here. Kind of for the
0: same reason. Slump. Don't think he's gonna be out round of 16. I think he's good enough to swing to the round of 12. But I do think William Byron is gonna be heading home after the round of 12.
1: This is such a wild card. I feel like there's always some some unfortunate ones. I'm gonna start off though with uh, I'm gonna go with Ross. I think this is the round where he just drives over his head. I mean, this is this feels like a like he'll get in a wreck at Talladega. He'll need to win at the Roval, and that's when Hamlin gets his payback or something like that. You know,
0: weren't you on the Ross Chastain championship contender high train? now you're having on a round
1: of 12. I was before he started hitting everyone. True. So, like, he, at the start of the year, he was racing clean and getting the results. And then he started hitting everyone and still getting the results. So, even though the stats kept getting better, his uh, popularity decreased a lot. So, I I just don't think that stuff's going to happen. Stuff's going to happen to him, and and like you said, he's had a rough month as well. He's not been very good. He does not have much momentum going into the playoffs, so I think he'll have enough to sneak through the round of 16 and then get bumped in the round of 12. All right. Coming Uh, my
0: second guy out. I'm going to go with Daniel Suarez. Daniel Suarez has that one win at Sonoma. We we all like Daniel Suarez. He's one of our, I think, the fan favorite drivers, but Daniel Suarez, you know, I do think this is a guy that barely gets past in the round of 16 in the round of um, – I mean, there's a road course in there that he could win, but I just don't think that he's good enough. And I think there's guys in front of him, and I think he just ends up the odd man out here. And He's my second guy gone in the round of
1: 12. Very, very possible. I'm going to go with um, – I see, this the, the round of 16 was – relatively easy right yeah now that we're in here like i'm cycling guys through my head where i'm like well kevin harvick he could get eliminated in the round of 12 but he could also make the round of four or christopher bell's been really good this year you'd think okay he's probably not going to make it super far but he's been really good maybe he can make the round of eight round of four you know daniel suarez like you said you made a great case for why he could be eliminated in the round of 12 but i also think He's good enough to make him run. And, you know, the only person that I think is locked into my championship for, even though we're probably 10 minutes away from picking it, if that is Chase Elliott. And everything else is still up in the air for me. So I'm, I'll am i take Austin Dillon out just to uh, give me more time to think of some more substance. But uh, Austin Dillon's my next driver out of the round of twelve.
0: All right, so my third guy is going to be Kyle Busch. And I know this guy probably has a chip on his shoulder to get that sponsor, get that ride, right? He just hasn't been very good of late. He's really not got – I mean, he got the the stage run at Daytona. He finished 10th, but I don't think there's enough there, and especially on road courses and super speedways. Yes, he was all right at Daytona, but super speedways, road courses, I don't like the 18 uh, chances there the 18 is gone for me. Yep,
1: yeah, that's valid. I actually think I'm going to uh I don't know. You know what? This team has been shooting themselves in the foot the whole season. Shifty Dennis out round of 12. Oh.
0: Oh. Oh, bombshell, bombshell. Ethan has All right, I'll give it to you but I'm not going to go that way. That that's insane.
1: Look, this team, look, Hamlin does not have a foot left the amount of times he shot himself there. <laughs> okay. You know, right. every other race, there's a speeding penalty, there's a, a disqualification, there's like a spin-out while leading. I mean, he's he's had speed, but he's also been so inconsistent. He's like he's like a, a a an upgraded William Byron at this point. All right. All right. Okay.
0: All right. We don't you don't need to hate on him anymore. But all right, all right. My fourth and final guy is Tyler Reddick. Ooh. this, this is the, this is the one where Tyler Reddick gets way too aggressive, and he gets stuck, and he has to go win at, You know what? What was it? What's it? Is it Texas? Right. Yeah, Texas texas the first race right he's gonna do something stupid there and push it right gonna get in a hole and then he's gonna to have to get he's gonna to have to do very very well not win necessarily do very very well at Talladega you at the roval and Talladega gets stuck up in a wreck or something like that and then the roval comes and he has to win it and doesn't get it done talloretic gone
1: I feel like Reddick's uh, incidents this year have not been by his own doing. So I, I mean you but but, but that, that's the point he's got involved in everybody else's stuff and
0: you're looking at a road course at Super Speedway.
1: Yeah, I'm not gonna give him you know that's huge. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna go with man, this is where it gets so difficult. I think Oh my gosh. You know, this is so – I don't know who to pick. Come on. Because because at this point, with nine drivers left for me, right, mm-hmm. or eight, if you take out Elliot and put him in the final four already, I feel like I can make a case for each and every one of them left. All right. But – at the same time you know what i you're going to you're going to call me nuts for this but i'm really not feeling it with the five team right now ooh after the Walkham spun win too i mean there's only one road course and that's the roval which is a complete wild card
0: and he's gonna have the annual Kyle Busch, I mean Kyle Larson blow up on uh, Super Speedway. So
1: yeah, I mean we can already pencil him in for an engine failure at Talladega.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: or, or something of the like. So you're sending Kyle Larson. In my head, it's between it's between the two Kyles. You're, you're sending. You're gonna tell me you're
0: gonna send Kyle Larson, Denny Hamlin, of course Austin Dillon, and who else did you send already? Uh, Ross. So you're going to send
1: three of the top six in the playoff systems in the round of 12. This is, this is what I've been saying for a couple days now. I've been thinking there are 11 or 12 drivers that you could make a case, a, a, a logical case to make the round of four.
0: To be honest with you, I think it's all 15. I think everyone back who has six playoff points or more, except for Austin Dillon, all has a shot because they're all, they've all, Except for I would I would say top 14, exclude excluding Dylan and Cendric. All experienced. All have won at well, at least Bowman's won in at Martinsville. People can win their way in. I think this is what I made it. This is what I said in the intro to this segment. This playoff, any of the sixteen drivers could win the championship. Any of them, new cars made it even, and not a lot of these guys are too far ahead. Like Chase Elliott's thirty three points up. Logano and Chastain are 13 and 18, and Larson's 12. But after that, it's seven, six, six, five, five, four, three, two, 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 negative two, negative three, negative three, negative four. These guys are so close. One guy has one guy has a mediocre race, one guy has a good race. Could be the difference. That's how close it is,
1: exactly. So I don't know what to pick. I'm gonna go with Christopher Bell though as my last out. Um, and you know, now that I think about it, none of the Toyota's inspire confidence in me. Yeah. I mean, I just picked Bell and
0: Bell and uh Hamlin to stick around just because I feel they're more confident and more they've been they've been in the playoffs before and I think they could do better than the other people that were there. But yeah, I mean yeah, Toyota's yeah. I, if we move on here, I think you'll see how I don't you know feel great about Toyota's making their on F four.
1: All right. So uh... <laughs> Round of eight. How do you want to do this? Do you want to just make our round of four picks now? I think I feel well, like
0: let's do it. Let's do it this way. Let's do it with we say who's in and not who's out. Okay. So like next
1: up, I've got this person making
0: it in instead of and then we'll say who we left out.
1: Um Or what if we did it this way? How about we announce one person in and one person out? All right, yeah, let's do that. I like that. All right, all right. So I'll start, I'll start. So I'm going to go with the layup right now. Chase Elliott into the round of four. No question about it. If this team does not make the round of four, they have choked away such a a, a big chance at winning the title. I mean, they've been the best team all season long. It's not even funny how how good they've been at some in some situations. You know, you know, when a guy is having a good year or a good stretch, when you look at his uh season results on racing reference, and he has streaks of like six races in a row where he's led 20 laps or more. I mean, he's been good everywhere. Chase Elliott into the round of four. Now, the guy that I'm going to knock out of the round of four is uh is going to be Kyle Busch. There's too many distractions. Toyota does not get a car to Phoenix this year. Kyle Busch uh, is eliminated in the round of eight. Makes it that far, but at some point, the distractions and turmoil in Joe Gibbs racing with this contract have to come to a head. All
0: right, I'm going to go with Chase Elliott in as well. Pretty much for the same exact reason he says he's the best driver in this field. Best driver this year. If he's not in, they did something terrible. So Chase Elliott in. Chris Rebell out. As we mentioned earlier, I don't feel comfortable with Toyotas this this round of four, uh, going to the round of four. Don't think there will be a Toyota in the round of four. Um, they've not been very impressive as of late. Um, I'm going to have Chris Rebell. Had, I'm, I'm giving him this far. I don't think it was – it was I was debating giving him out next round. I think he barely sinks into the round of eight to begin with. Doesn't make it to the round of four. Chris Rebell out, Chase Elliott in.
1: All right, my next driver in the round of four – is the four of Kevin Harvick. Kevin Harvick gets back to the round of four at one of his best tracks. Um, he's been so consistently good this year, and he's finally got the monkey off his back with those wins. I know Ford has not been great, but they have been good on those uh, flat ovals. And I I think Kevin Harvick is uh, promising and, and uh, turning it on at the right time. I'll say it that way. He makes his way to Phoenix and eliminated in the round of eight, Ryan Blaney once again fails to make it further than the round of eight. All right, we're gonna
0: butt some heads here? Do you have Ryan Blaney in and Kevin Harvick out? Not exactly. I'll put. It, I'll. We'll, we'll see. I'll put it this way first. I'm having Kyle uh, Kevin Harvick out. Okay. Just because. The two races he won, yes. Those are the two races he's only showed up to all year. Those are the only two races that he showed up to. And those two races were one of two of his best tracks on the NASCAR circuit. Okay? You got that? All right. Kevin Harvick out. In Kyle Larson. You can't put the defending championship driver who is top five in playoff points, has a very solid playoff points, has a couple wins. He's going to be in, and I think he's going to be – he's he's not right behind Chase Elliott, but he's behind him. He's the guy behind Chase Elliott. He's in. So, Larson out. Harvick. Larson in. Harvick out.
1: All right. Next up for me, I have Joey Logano making it to the round of four. He's had a quietly, sneakily good season. He's currently seated second in playoff points. Um, and, uh, yeah, he's uh, – I feel like he's it's like and I was talking to Eric about this, and he convinced me of it. This is kind of feels like a Joey Logano type year. You know, like 2020 won two races in the regular season, wasn't a huge threat, kind of an underdog. Shows up, makes it to the round of eight, wins a race, all of a sudden, boom, competing for a championship. Nobody considered him as a threat. I think he's flying under the radar and he's going to make it to Phoenix for the second time in three years. Oh, and, and I, I need to pick my guy out. I'm gonna go with um, who else do I have in here? Um, oh, yeah, Tyler Reddick bumps out, makes it to the round of eight, best run of his career. Uh, step to superstardom for for the young driver of the eight car, but uh, falls short of making it to the round of four. All right, I'm gonna, I'm
0: gonna, you know, I'm gonna also put Joey Logano inside my top four. As you said, this is a Joy Logano year. He's not very flashy, but he's there. And he's second in the playoff standings, second in the point standings. He is the guy that I think could be that third driver in the, the four, uh, top four. Be very sneaky. Could get that championship win if they put it all together at Phoenix. And my guy out, Denny Hamlin. Toyota's not making it to round of four. That's how I feel about it. Daniel Hamlin. Denny Hamlin had a very good comeback after the really, really rough start to the year. But Denny Hamlin, gone. Logano in. Hamlin gone. Three in. Three out.
1: All right. And we're down to the last spot. For me, it's between Daniel Suarez and Kyle Larson. For you, it's between. Who do you have left? You have Bowman left, Connor. I know. Why? <laughs> do you want me to go first? You can certainly go first. I want to hear your reasoning on this. All right. So, Bowman's in, Blaney out. All right. Crazy. Bowman. Hey,
0: up to this point, up to this point, have I provided reasonable explanations for the people that I were getting out? Yes. And of course, Bowman could be out by a round of 16. But let me explain. All right. So the round of, the round of 16, right? You have Darlington, Kansas, and Bristol. All right. I don't think it going to be great there. But I think there's four worst options there. And this could, you know, this could happen very easily. They could have, you know, they could have a Dylan, Cedric, Suarez, Briscoe, and then that surprise guy. This could be easily, he could easily sneak in, right? There's all you need to do in this playoffs is sneak in. Round of 12, all chaos breaks loose. Super speedway, road course. He's one of the best, you know, Bowman's one of the best drivers at the road. And if he keeps it clean, which he has in recent memories at Super Speedways, he keeps it clean, he gets a nice finish, who knows what can happen. This is where, you know, you had three guys inside the top, you're thinking about three guys inside the top six missing. You're going to meet some big names that miss. Bowman sneaks in, right? He gets into the round of eight. Let me tell you the round of eight schedule. Las Vegas, Homestead, Martinsville. He's won on two of those tracks. And when he is not one of those tracks, he's been very, very good at those tracks. In Homestead, he's no slouch out either. He gets top 10s there. Bowman, his strongest round is the round of 8. And if he gets there, which I think he can, I think he can get past the round of 16. The round of 16, in my opinion, is his hardest round. But I think there's four worst guys there. Round 12, this is an absolute throw up. You'll have... Big names missing and names that you didn't think were going to get past round of 16. <clears throat> Bowman getting through. If he gets to the round of eight. I'm not counting him out. Those are his, probably his best three tracks on the circuit, behind Pocono maybe. He's one on two of those before. He is good at those. He's into the round of four. Blaney makes it that far, but without the wind and out the, without the playoff points, that comes back to bite Blaney, Bowman in. I think I provided a reasonable explanation.
1: All right. This is the test. How confident are you in your bracket? Ten bucks to to whoever gets more right.
0: What do you mean with gets more right? Like who guesses who's out?
1: Like March Madness style. So here, I'll I'll, I'll share I'll share my screen real real quick. Um. So like, you get a point for every one of the eliminations you get right, and then like, yeah, us uh, so whoever gets the most elimination. Every
0: elimination they get right, they get a point. Whoever's the most points at the end wins.
1: Yeah, and then I guess – yeah, because we have such such wildly different rounds of eight, then you get a point through the round of eight for whichever elimination you get right. And then you also can get points for picking the final four correctly.
0: Yep, all right, that works.
1: All right, and, and the champion too. So. Uh,
0: all right. But you gotta answer my question. Did I did I actually give a reasonable explanation of how Bowman can make it to the round of four? Yeah. I mean and I think I did. I think any of the top any of the sixteen drivers can win the championship, in my opinion. It's so even close.
1: Uh any of the sixteen drivers can make the round of four. I think this is Elliott's championship to lose. So, all right, so you had did
0: you say your last uh who no, was it
1: it's down to Kyle Larson and Daniel Suarez, and I'm gonna go. With me, amigo, Daniel Suarez makes the round of four. All right, that's the same thing as Bowman. You can't lie, that's the same exact thing as Bowman. He's had, I think, a better year than Bowman. But, yes, it's very similar. An underdog, not – it's a surprising um, pick, I guess. But Suarez, I'm just getting – I'm getting good vibes from the 99 this year. Suarez makes the round of four for me.
0: All right, you want to share who wins the
1: championship? You want to go first or should I? You go first. I have to go with Elliot. It's his. It's his title to lose, and he's been good at seemingly every single race this year. And, and I, I, I have to go with Elliot. He's won at Phoenix before. He's been in this situation. He's kind of a seasoned veteran at this point in a, a field that's getting younger and younger every with every retirement that we have. Uh, the guard is changing. Elliot is here to stay, and Elliot gets uh, his second title in two years – or in three years, my bad um, – at Phoenix this year.
0: All right, let me, so the round of four. This is the most team race you can think of. Pit stops need to be perfect. Can't make a mistake on pit road with the driver. The crew chief can't be a complete idiot.
1: Here's where he pulls out his stat about Alex Bowman's pit crew being the third best in the league or whatever this year, and here's how he justifies that he's picking Bowman to win the title.
0: I'm not that dummy, Tim. Bowman, if he makes the round of four, which I think he can, and I think he will, as my predictions say. With other guys I have in there, Elliot, Larson, Lugano, he's got the worst pit crew, the worst crew chief, because his crew chief sucks. His crew chief puts him behind. His pit stops suck. His researcher garbage, but.
1: But despite all that, you haven't made it <laughs> before.
0: But it is his home track. But it is his worst track.
1: Please don't. Which, you're not going to do this, Connor.
0: Which, if I'm, I did it in 2017 when the Eagles won the Super Bowl. I literally, I literally placed a hundred dollar bet. I'm not joking. With one of my family friends that the Eagles have a better record. The New England Patriots and what happened? They ended up winning the Super Bowl. Speaking into existence, you know what's coming. Alex Roman, 2022 NASCAR Cup Series champion.
1: Man, I can't wait for, for the Twitter, Twitter stuff for this. This is great. Hey, right. hey, Ethan, Ethan, Ethan. Did you
0: not predict a Martin Tricks Jr. missing the playoffs to begin the season? And I guarantee you, when you were sitting there, you're like, this is a really big throw up. You know it was.
1: It wasn't. It was definitely fueled by confidence and and, and hoping for some luck. And and I, that's I,
0: what I'm doing. I am throwing. I did it when the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Let's throw it out there into the universe. Alex Bowman catches fire, gets two wins or more in the playoffs, sails into the round of four. High confidence goes to the worst racetrack, at home, ton of family and friends in attendance shuts up all the haters, wins a championship, gets a long-term extension with Ally in the 48 car.
1: I I, I guess so. I guess so. Were you I really going to
0: think, were you really, you think I really would have voted for someone else in the round of four if Bowman was there? No. No. uh, uh-uh. uh. I'm speaking into existence. Bowman, you're 2022, an Oscar Cup Series champion. Thank you later, Bowman fans. It's all on me. <laughs>
1: I think we should make some sort of a bet on this, because you, because I. Pay not, you we, already, we already did one bet this episode, so we're not betting again. What? We're not betting again. I was gonna say, um, that if if Bowman wins the title, I'll buy you like the the title diecast.
0: What if he doesn't?
1: But if he's out in the round of sixteen, you'll owe me a die cast of. Either the champion, if I like the champion, or someone else.
0: But what else? If he's trying to run a 12, nothing happens, right? What? If, it, if he gets out of the round a 12, nothing happens, right? Yeah,
1: that's what I'm saying. Either... All right, all right, I'll do that bet.
0: If you do the Commanders and Eagles bet with me.
1: I told you, I'm thinking about it.
0: Well, you got to say yes or no now, or I'm not taking that bet. I'll take the Bowman bet if you take the Commander and Eagles bet. And,
1: and, and what was that, that... Commanders have if if the
0: if the commanders and eagles have the same record or the commanders have a better record, I pay you ten bucks. If the Eagles have a better record, you pay me ten bucks.
1: So we're doing two of them at once. Basically.
0: Yeah, we'll do three bets on one off
1: on one podcast. What was the first one? First one I guess the first one is just putting money on the playoffs. Yeah. Uh here, I got Listen, I, I, we will make sure – I'm definitely considering saying yes, but I, I want to – we're almost running out of time in this Zoom meeting too. I want to call attention to something, Connor. Uh, looking at the spreadsheet here, the only round that we agreed on something was uh, we agreed on Elliot and Logano in the round of four, and we agreed on Briscoe and Sindrick getting eliminated in the first round, and everything else is completely different. Yeah, that's fun. I know it means that we're like are, typically it's pretty similar and we only deviate by one or two. But this year, this year it, it's it's wild. All right, so so you're gonna take that bet or not? Come on, time's
0: running out. What are you gonna do? Because it time we hang it up. It's off the board. Yeah, I take Bowman bet. You take the Commanders and Eagles bet. We call it even. Call what it cast
1: One sixty four or big one? The small one. The small, you're not that confident.
0: Because it's, it's more risk to me than it is to you.
1: I, I, I do not want to jump into a bet right now. Well, because if I don't want, that's more risky.
0: It's harder for me to win that bet than it is for you to win that bet. If you go, I mean, like you have to go through more rounds to for me to win that bet.
1: It's yeah, but more, he also has to like suck really bad for me to win. <laughs>
0: But that's more of a thing than you know, getting all the way around in 14. You're, that's a much safer bet for you than it is for me. And that's why I think I could fall back on this Commander's Eagles bet if, 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 it, if it happens. So no, you what take the heck. it.
1: We'll take it. We'll go. All right. We'll take it. Right, I'll write it yeah, down right once there. we finish recording, but we'll, we'll, we'll take it. All right. Thank you. Uh, I guess we have one more segment to record. <laughs> and we're already probably close to an hour and a half on this week's episode. But Coming up next, we will quickly preview our Darlington race to kick off the playoffs round of 16. Super exciting. Another night race. Hopefully, we actually get a night race this week because I was extremely disappointed that we didn't get one on on Saturday. But uh, playoff startup coming up next, preview in the 213Simware.com preview segment on the Quick Pit Podcast. That's coming up next. welcome back to the quick pit podcast i'm your host ethan joined as always by connor we are here in the 213 simware.com preview segment getting you ready for this weekend's race go to 213 simware.com for all your sim racing merchandise and needs you can uh, put your own design up there for free to get your own sim racing merchandise just for yourself go to 213 simware.com dot com for more information all right connor we've got a big race coming up this weekend the southern 500 kickoff to the playoffs hit us with the track facts your first playoff
0: racetrack this when we go to this playoffs is at darlington darlington raceway which is located in darlington south carolina it will be 367 laps 501.3 miles otherwise known as cookout Southern 500, the crown drool. It is a crown drool, 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 drool uh, of the NASCAR yeah. circuit. Crown you drool. Can, yeah, drool. It's a drool. Uh, it, well, you catch the action on USA, not NBC This Week, USA. Practice one will be on Saturday at 12.05 p.m., followed by qualifying at 12.50. And then the race will be a Sunday night race um, at 6 o'clock. Uh, PM September fourth on that Sunday. Your track information: It is located in Darlington, South Carolina. As I said, was built in nineteen fifty. It is worn out track. It is an intermediate track. It is paved, one point three seven miles long, and cautions people fifty miles per hour. All this Sunday, six o'clock on USA.
1: Very, very nice. Good to have that back. All right, Connor. Who are some drivers that you're looking out for? Actually, hold on. We're gonna we gotta hit some some uh, news that we missed from last week or in the first segment, Bubba Wallace will drive the 45 car for 2311 instead of the 23, because even though Kurt Busch is out of the playoffs with his concussion because of that win. And because that car has still been running uh, even without Kurt Busch, uh, they are in the owner playoffs, which means the owner playoffs actually don't have Ryan Blaney. The 12 is not in the owner playoffs and will not get owner. He'll get 17th place money probably, which is uh, an interesting development, but since Bubba has more experience than Ty Gibbs and uh, probably has a better chance of winning at some of these tracks than Ty, uh, he will drive the 45 and Gibbs will drive the 23. Um, So that's an interesting wrinkle, but I guess it makes sense. I mean, it also, they said give Bubba a little bit more playoff experience for whatever that's worth. Um, So that'll be interesting to follow how the 45 diverges, how, how the owner playoffs diverge from, from the, um, actual playoffs so it'll be fascinating to see how that goes
0: yeah it will be and we'll have to watch as weeks go on but let's get into our our favorites for this week weekend's race at Darlington I'm gonna start off with my personal favorite not my pick but Kyle uh Kevin Harvick is gonna be one of my favorites to look out for one of the best when you think of Darlington um has two wins coming in strong after two wins in a row at Michigan and Richmond but I think Kevin Harvick is one is a favorite to watch for
1: absolutely he's he's top on the list for for points in the last 10 races um denny hamlin as well has three wins here in the last 10 races average finish of ninth six top five seven top five seven top tens uh lots of laps led in that span of course truex is known for being really good here but he is not in the playoffs um how about this um chase elliott is not great here uh never mind that's not as profound a stat as i thought Austin Dillon, though, 10th um, most points in the uh, tied for ninth, actually, in the last 10 races here. He's got two top fives and five top tens. He just snuck into the playoffs recently. He could be an interesting, interesting threat here to see uh, how he does. Uh, definitely an intriguing pick if you're looking at fantasy stuff like that. But, excuse me, any anyone else, Connor, that you've got your eye on?
0: Not in particular with favorites, but I, I think we kind of hit on the favorites. I think Chase Elliott's probably a favorite just because of his uh, you know, championship run he's going to go into here. But, yeah, I mean, anybody can win here, and it will be interesting to see. Martin Truex Jr. won here last year, but he's not in here. Bruno
1: won this race uh, – or won the earlier season race at Darlington, and Denny Hamlin won this race here last year. Uh, that was it. That last year's Southern 500 was great because uh, Larson sent it in the final corner. Yeah. You want to get into picks? Let's do it. All right. Well, I'll start us off with Eric's pick this week, and Eric's pick is Ross Chastain. So, obviously, he doesn't have the same uh, qualms about picking him to go deep in the playoffs. He's predicting he's going to uh, start the playoffs off with a bang. And to be fair, he did um, He – wasn't he out front a lot in the spring race before he wrecked? I think so. I feel like, uh, yeah, in the spring race he uh, – he uh, uh started eight, crashed out, led twenty six laps though. He was good in the spring, so I can understand that. Understand that pick. So, um, uh, yeah, that's that's not a bad pick. Um,
0: let's let's do a series pick next. Okay. The series pick is your amigo, Daniel Suarez. Ooh. Daniel, she is Daniel Suarez. You know Southern Five Hundred, and uh, hasn't he won the Southern Five Hundred before? Suarez. Or was it Jones? Eric Jones has. It was Jones. I got my I got my cars mixed up. Never mind.
1: They're both Joe Gibbs Racing drivers that got kicked out too soon.
0: Yeah, pretty much.
1: All right, you want me to go next, or should I? Or, or should you go next?
0: You go next.
1: All right, I'm taking Chase Elliott. All
0: right, I'm picking Denny Hamlin.
1: Wow. All right, we got that. That was fast. We went through that pretty quick. Yeah,
0: well, I have Denny Hamlin because I think he, uh, if he wins, I won't be as mad to start my playoffs as I picked him, and I need a, to get a pick right. And uh, two, I think he, uh, you know, has one year before veteran. Gonna need a veteran to win this this race. So I think I, I think Denny Hamlin's a very good choice.
1: Valid, valid arguments. All right, that's uh pretty quick. That's a wrap. I think for our two thirteen Simware – com Segment go to 213simware.com for all your sim racing merchandise needs. They've got all sorts of types of apparel apparel shirts t-shirts, long sleeve shirts, hoodies, hats, I think. I don't know. They've got some cool jerseys coming out. Awesome pretty cool stuff. 213simware.com. Go check them out. Anything else, Connor? Any final thoughts before we close this week's episode out?
0: All aboard, the Alex Bowman hype train. Ethan, you're not welcome. You joined uh, the, uh, the what, did I, what was I calling it? The, the What did they say it was? The struggle summer program, or whatever it was. You hopped on that and the not struggle the hype train. Summer camp. Yeah, whatever it was. So uh, hop on the Alex Ford hype train and he'll take you all the way to the promised land. Um, Ethan, you're not welcome aboard. You have no ticket.
1: All right. All right. Fair enough. I'll watch while the train crashes and burns. <laughs> We all the way
0: through. Hop on the train. We're going to the right, promised land.
1: Right. You want to close it out, Connor? Thank, uh, hold on. I'll thank the sponsor that you don't like to thank, but thank you to uh, Washington on the Daily for all his support at WSH on the Daily. Uh, He's sending us some t-shirts, which I'm going to try and make Connor wear one, at least for a picture. Uh, it ain't happening.
0: It's going in the fire pit. I'm sorry.
1: I'm sorry. I, 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 like, I like what you're doing over there on
0: Instagram, but I hate the commanders. If you're not if you're an Eagles fan, you completely understand Carson Wentz will be crash and burn, and uh, that shirt will uh, have to go right in the fireplace. Or I just I, I said I'll just give it to Ethan, and he can just have two of them in case one gets dirty. He wants to wear another one, but he wants me to wear one. It ain't happening. You you will. The only th- only way I will touch that shirt is when he places it in the fire pit. All right,
1: all right, all right. Thank you to him though at WSH on the daily on Instagram and Twitter for all your. Up to the minute, Commanders news and updates. Who else, Connor? You can close it out this week.
0: Yeah, well, thank you, guys. Uh, Thank you to CircleB.cast, Play Sales, the top online NASCAR merchandise website. You can find on the internet. So, if everything has hoodies, t shirts, literally anything you can think about, anything you would want, go over there and use our promo code bit all caps, no spaces at checkout. You save some money, we gain some money, we can put that money back in another giveaway. It's a no brainer. With that being said, thank you guys for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed. Thanks for sticking around. It was a long one, but it was a fun one as we get to do our playoff predictions, which is always a fun podcast to record. But thank you guys for listening, and we will see you next week for to recap the first playoff race. And uh, hopefully we have an Alex Bowman win, but you know, we'll have to wait and see. But thank you guys for listening, share with your friends and family, and we'll see you next week on a quick podcast.